All right, welcome back to another episode of Who Dropped the Ball. Today, me and my friend, who shall remain anonymous until potentially further notice, are going to go over our predictions for the NBA Eastern Conference rankings. So to start, I think that by the end of the season, the first seed in the Eastern Conference will be the Miami Heat. Um, I think that's pretty good. I have the Bucks. Just a quick disclaimer, I'd like to say, I think that this... Eastern Conference is super stacked, and the league itself might be the most stacked league we've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. I can put out 15, if not more, teams that generally have a chance of winning. I think that's great. I think it makes it more competitive, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, my number one, I actually have the Bucks. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, we'll talk about Miami. It's interesting. They're a great team, but... I just look at their roster, very stacked. To me, it's not good enough to be the number one team. I think they're just not good as the other contenders. Honestly, I agree that they're not necessarily the most talented team. But if you think Kyle Lowry has experience, he has championship experience. He's an older player, so he's also considered to be a vet, and he's still pretty good. Tyler Hero is growing into something that. I don't know, could be potentially amazing, or he could become too arrogant and then have a crazy downfall. Jimmy Butler constantly leads his team. He steps up to the role, and even though he can't necessarily shoot, as um, was shown in his last shot against the Celtics, which I still like have trouble seeing to this day, he always carries a team on his back, and like I said in our previous episode, him and Kawhi Leonard are the only two players in NBA history to average more steals than fouls. Bam Adebayo is a growing sensation who one day could be a top two center in the league, and their struggles at power forward right now could be something that will that can slow them down, but I think that the rest of the team can make up for it. Um, I think I agree with what you say. But when just looking at the rosters, it's not a matter that they're bad. Just the Bucks are just a better team. I have the Bucks. Um, you look at the roster. You got Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis. Giannis, in my opinion, the best player in the league right now. Super talented. I think he could have won three MVPs if it wasn't for voter fatigue. Um, really, he's just such a dominant player. And when you look at the defense of Drew Hol- of Drew Holiday, who in the playoffs was a the best defender. Um, he really showed that even though Marcus Smart won it, he was just better. And you got Chris Middleton, who's I know is coming off an injury, but when healthy, he's so talented and he's a great role player. I agree with you 100%, and that's why I made the Milwaukee Bucks my second seed by the end of the season. Giannis is phenomenal. I don't think he's going to get the MVP this year. However, undoubtedly, he is a superstar. Yeah, I have Miami at two. The same reason you said, I just think Giannis puts him a little bit on top. For my third seed, I have the Philly 76ers. Joel Embiid this year potentially can get the MVP. I think it's between him and Luka Doncic, but Joel Embiid has been playing phenomenal for the past few seasons. A few years ago, he was the best center in the league, and then Jokic decided to just become amazing one day. So he was pushed on to second best, and recently he hasn't had as much trouble with injuries as uh, much as he did in the beginning of his career, and he's just a phenomenal player. That being said, he has had a lot of uh, bad luck coming to injuries, Ben Simmons, but James Harden right now, the fact that he's on Philadelphia 76ers, James Harden, Matisse Thibel, 
Tyrese Maxey, uh, even P.J. Tucker, Tobias Howard, all these players, they are so phenomenal and they work so well together that they are going to be the top of the conference at my third seed. I completely agree. I also want my third seed. One thing I think you failed to mention is you got James Harden, who's a great shooting guy in the league. He's gotten a lot of hate over the past couple of years yeah. because, you know, you have all the controversies. You have him on the Nets, requesting trades. You have him on the Rockets. But I think he's still a top shooting guard in the league, and I think he's one of the most talented players in the entire league. Um, at number four, I have the Celtics. Originally, I had the Celtics at two, maybe even number one. But after you have the um, controversy with their coach, who's not going to be there. Ime Udoka? Ime yeah. Udoka? Yes. So I think it's going to be a huge hit for the team. They got Malcolm Brogdon, which is definitely great. But you also looked at their center position. It's very weak. Robert Williams is out for the first two months, if not longer. And I think it's just a huge hole in their team. And I think they're going to have a lot of trouble against these teams like the Bucks, the 76ers, who are big man reliant. I don't know how they're going to stop them. I I agree with that. Celtics are going to be amazing this year. I put them at my fifth seed, actually, right behind the Nets. But before I get to the Nets, I'll just explain why I put the Celtics where they are now. I agree with you. Celtics are an amazing team. I don't think they have what it takes because they're lacking leadership. They're lacking a true veteran. Al Horford is old. He's great for his age. But he hasn't he doesn't have experience winning. And their coach that all the players had such a good relationship with, as said before, Ime Udoka, is no longer going to be their coach for this season. I think he'll be back the next season because his suspension is only one season. But I don't think the Celtics can win this year. They also don't have the a strongest starting lineup. Jason Tatum for sure at small forward, Jalen Brown shooting guard. But what about Marcus Smart and um, Malcolm Brogdon? Marcus Smart probably will start at point guard, but he's really a shooting guard. Malcolm Brogdon could be point guard, but he's not good enough, I don't think, to be the starting point guard on that team with all the other talent. And if they both start, that would push Tatum to power forward, Jalen Brown to small forward, and then you'd have Al Horford and Robert Williams fighting for the five. And I just don't think that that is, they're not going to have a consistent starting lineup and it's going to throw them off their games. They're not, they're going to have chemistry, but it's going to have, they're going to lack the chemistry that most other teams have. Um, I find it interesting that you put the Nets for the Celtics. Um, I get where you're coming from. You're hoping that Kyrie, KD, they'll pull around, but it's going to come back. The thing is, they got swept last year by this team. I know they're coming off injuries. You had Ben Simmons who didn't play. I just don't think it matters that much. You're looking at a team with problems everywhere. You got Ben Simmons, who's now claiming he's better. But the dude hasn't played in the league in two years. Um, you got Kyrie, who, again, great player when he plays. This team's very good. They're very talented. Maybe the most talented roster in the league. They're just sheer players. Um, but just as an all-around team, I think they're quite dysfunctional, so I have a Celtics above them. My uh, my Brooklyn Nets, which I'm saying my Brooklyn Nets, but the Brooklyn Nets, they, are, they don't have as much talent as everyone else, like I said about Miami. They have really three amazing players, and I'm including Ben Simmons in the amazing, because even though he has a bad rap, he's still a great passer, a great rebounder, and he shouldn't be playing the point guard he should be playing the four Kyrie Irving is going to be playing point guard which is perfect because Ben Simmons takes a lot of the shooting stress off of himself Kevin Durant can shoot also Kyrie Irving can shoot really well too Kevin Durant's one of the best scorers of all time 
those two players will take the shooting stress away from Ben Simmons, leaving him only to dunk. As long as he actually goes for the dunks over guards like Trey Young this season, I think he'll be good. Because we remember what happened last time in the playoffs when he wouldn't go for it because he was afraid. Yeah. Um, I just first of all, I'd like to point out um, last year I called the Celtics sweeping them. Mm-hmm. Very proud of that. Also, Ben Simmons, you said at the four, he's not good enough for that. I don't believe. I know he's big. But you got to look at the other power fours in the league. He's Dude. six foot ten, and he's, he's built like he's six crazy. Ten, but he's not a power forward. Look at PJ Tucker, Tobias Harris, who both tend to play the four. Sometimes PJ Tucker plays the three. They're much more aggressive players. They're much. They might be smaller in height, but they're much bigger. And I just I don't think he can play the four. So you're looking at the team, and and I think um. That he'll end up having to play like a different position, or Kevin Durant's gonna play the four and he'll play the three. Um, my next team at the six, I have the Bulls. The Bulls, um, they're an interesting team. Rosterize, they're very good. Um, you got, um, well, we have to see what Lonzo Ball. He's his injury's been. He's not. He uh, was just. Uh, right. He so, has another injury again. Right. So we don't know when he's gonna be back. Until then. Um, you got Kobe White, I think quite underrated, and who will slowly do better as a starting position. You got Zach Levine and DeMar two exceptional players, and you got Nikola Vucevic, who's a great scoring center. The problem with this roster is the defensive side of the ball. Um, Vucevic, great offense, one of the worst defensive centers in the league. So you're looking at a team that's going to score a lot, but also going to score a lot against them. And against the, the five teams I have ahead of them, I just I don't see them winning against them. Yeah, see, I agree, kind of. I think the Bulls, like you said, they're good. But I put them at my ninth seed, put them so low, because they don't have... First of all, they are a great team. Other teams, I think, are better. But the Bulls, they don't have consistency either. They keep getting injured. DeRozan was injured last year. Lonzo Ball is supposed to only come back a few months into this season. Zach Levine was injured last year. I think Zach Levine's even listed as questionable in my fantasy right now. And they don't even have a real power forward. Patrick Williams is good, but he didn't even start that much last year. DeRozan played power forward a lot. And their center, um, Vucevic, is great. But he used to be better. He was, I would say he was top four center in the league this last, um, not last year, a few seasons ago. This year, I think he'd be lucky to be put in that conversation. So that's why I put them so low. My sixth lead is the Cavs. They were a great team before. Now with the um, introduction of um, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a great scorer. He is a great teammate. His teammates normally love him on the Jazz, except for Rudy Gobert, I guess. And now that they have the uh, the defense of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley and the offense of Darius Garland, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think he not only will be playing better because he has a better cast around him, but it also relieves him of pressure, just like Ben Simmons. He doesn't need to carry the offense one hundred percent anymore. Um, I have the Cavs at eight, just because they're a great roster. They're, they have a great roster, but first of all, you don't have a leadership role. You're looking at like Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley. Um, also, not for this season, I guess, but they have a contract issue right now. Both um, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley are on rookie extensions. Um, you, you so in a season you're not get, you're not keeping both of them. That aside, because it's this season. Um, it's a team that I think their their chemistry is not going to be good enough. I think they're a great team, but 
the chemistry is not good enough to put them ahead of the teams. The team I had before is the Raptors. Raptors is a tricky team because I think, in my opinion, they have the best coach in the league, Nick Nurse. I think mm-hmm. he's so He's my second. I like Steve Kerr. He's so interesting as in the way he plays. He's had, you've had big men playing. in the When Fremont Fleet was injured against the 76ers, you had small forwards, power forwards, bringing up the ball. And you look at this team. You've got Fremont Fleet, great. Gary Trent Jr., super underrated in my opinion. OJ Anobi, Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year last season, and who's going to be a generational talent, one of the best small forwards in the league. Um, you got Precious Ochua, who he can use help, but he's, I think he's better than a lot of people think. I think you've got a young roster who plays so well together, and they're going to do well. Have you, uh, you've heard of Precious Achua's siblings, right? You've heard of their names? I have not. God's Gift Achua, Promise Achua, God's Will Achua, Grace, and Peace. That's, um, that's some pretty cool names, I guess. Sorry, I didn't realize that had to do with how the Raptors are going to do No, I'm just saying it's, uh, it's interesting. I put the Raptors at my eighth seed, right behind the Hawks. Put the Hawks at seven, because now that they added a crazy player like DeJounte Murray, who isn't necessarily a triple-double threat, but can pretty much get a triple-double at will, so I guess he is, they added a lot defense a lot of defense they added a little bit more shooting Trey Young can now pass the ball and doesn't need to bring uh bring up the offense 100% of the time they have talent with Clint Capella DeAndre Hunter I think this year can have a breakout season John Collins is great and he's a perfect match for the backcourt that they have he works so well with Trey Young and I just think that the Hawks have a great have great chemistry because they're a very young team, and they're led by Clint Capella, who's their starting center, and is still pretty good. He's like that team. I think is phenomenal. That's why they're my seventh seed. Raptors I put at eight because they have a little bit harder time. They don't have an actual superstar on that team. They have great players, all stars in Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, and I guess uh, soon Scotty Barnes. But as of right now, they don't have a superstar. So while they are an amazing team, I think they're going to be bullied by all the other teams. Plus, every other team has at least a big man. Giannis, Bam, um, even Kem Durant could be considered a big man when comparing him to the Raptors squad, whose player, whose tallest good player is Chris Boucher, and I would not trust Chris Boucher to be my best big man. No offense. Um, yeah, the Hawks I have at nine. Um, they're a great team. You know, you got Trey Young, Jonte Murray, John Collins, three young players who are gonna have so much growth. The problem I have with this team is you look at Jonte Murray, who was a great player last season, but he's a, he was the number one player on the on the team. He was he controlled the offense. He had the ball. He's coming onto a team where you have Trey Young, who is very much he needs the ball to perform. I don't know how it's going to work between the two of them. Um, he had Trey had a very disappointing um, playoff run last year. Yeah, terrible. Um, he had a double double in turnovers and points. Yeah, it was not great. Um, I think they're two very ball heavy players, and I think that's going to be a problem when you have when you're looking at who's going to run the offense, because we know it's going to be Trey Young. I highly doubt it's... it's I highly doubt it's not going to be DeJounte Murray. So I think that's going to be a little bit of an issue, and might they might struggle a little bit to get past the other teams. My 10th pick, my 10th seed, I have the Washington Wizards. They have Bradley Beal, who... Last year, he didn't play as well, but a few uh, two years ago, I think, he averaged over 30 points per game. 
Kristaps Porzingis isn't the player he used to be on the Knicks, but I still think that he can really be a third option to that team. And Kyle Kuzma, I know that he's not talked about talked about a lot, but watching him play during this preseason, I think he's a true second option. His throwdown dunk, everything. Kyle Kuzma is the real deal this year. I think he is another one of my players, like DeAndre Hunter, who's going to have a breakout season. Um, I have the Wizards at 12. I don't think they're good to you. I had the Knicks. What I think about the Knicks, you just signed Jalen Brenton to way too much money. Because, truthfully, you're not a great team, so you have that much money. They were hoping for Donovan Mitchell, they didn't get him. But... You have Jalen Brunson, who, in my opinion, is a great point guard. I think he's really going to strive being the center of attention. He played behind Luka, who had to have a ball the entire time. Um, but you also got Julius Randle. Um, Julius Randle had a great season two years ago. Didn't do as well last season. Um, I think this season he's going to pick it up again. He's going to be a great player and just missed the All-Star game. I also think that R.J. Barrett is going to be a great player. He, he did amazing last year he just wasn't recognized as much as he should have been and i think that he is going to be a top player in the league and they're going to end up sneaking in and being a bigger threat than people thought see i I put them at my 13th seed i agree with you that they are they have some talent and maybe in rj barrett's future he'll be there but as of this year julius Randle and rj barrett in my eyes are second and third option at best and jalen brunson is not the person who i want to be their first option he doesn't have the same chemistry with that squad as the rest of the players on that squad do have he isn't he's new every when you're the new kid in school even if you even if you know kids who go to that school you're still not going to feel like comfortable right away at that school regardless of if you know pretty much everybody so we are talking about basketball now right yes we are okay just making sure jalen um brunson is great you're right i don't think he should be their best option and i definitely don't think that he could be their starting uh their first off, their uh, starting point guard. My 11th seed is the Hornets. The lack of Miles Bridges is going to really hurt them. I don't think LaMelo Ball is going to uh, perform well enough to save them. I still think he'll perform really well, probably make an all-star team, but he is not a player who I would trust with saving my whole roster like that. At 11, I have the Pacers. Ooh, they're um, my 12. I think they're a great team. you got Tyrese Halliburton who is going to be running the offense. He's great. Miles Turner, who is so underrated. Um, I drafted him in fantasy, like, last round. I don't know how. He is a defensive monster. He gets boards, and I think he doesn't need the ball to do well. So I think him paired with Tyrese Halliburton is going to be great, and I think the growth of Tyrese Halliburton is going to be so good, and that in a couple years he could be an all-star. My, they're my 12th pick, the Pacers. Tyrese, Har- Tyrese Halliburton... Again, we'll have a breakout season. I know I've been saying that a lot, but it's I just hope it comes true. Um, they are a great team, Buddy Heald. I hope we'll shoot the lights out for that team. Uh, Miles Turner will play great, I hope, defensively, but they don't have what the rest of the teams have, and I don't think they have what it takes to even make the play-in. Uh, my th- I already said the Knicks were my 13th seed. My 14th seed is the Pistons. Kid Cunningham, I think, will play well. Everyone else, I think they'll play 
as much as you could expect they will play at. They're not all-stars. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is not an all-star. Sadiq Bey is not an all-star. They're players who you want to have as role players. I, I wouldn't even put them as a second or third option on a team. Ideally, not them. Kate Cunningham, this year, I'd put him as second option behind someone who knows what he's doing, like Giannis. But Kate Cunningham is not that player yet. And for my 15th seed, I have the Magic. They are young. They are injured. They are inexperienced. They always... Markel Fultz got injured again somehow. I don't think Jonathan Isaac's coming back this year. And they just... I can't see them winning more than 25 games, let alone 20. Yeah, um, my end, I got Hornets at 13. It's really, just they're better than the Pistons at Magic. They're not a good team. Um, they were the definition of an average team last season. Halfway through the season, they were like 16 and 16. Like, they're nothing special. You just lost your second best player. Um, you're not going to do well. The only reason I have them that high is because you got Pistons who have got Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bey. Sadiq Bey, I think, is going to do very well this season, better than anyone suspects. But you also lost Jeremy Grant. You're just not that good of a team. And again, Magic, you got like Jalen Suggs, Mo Bamba, like. This is just not a winning roster, and I think if I'm them, I am losing as many games as possible and praying I get the first pick next season. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. So, uh, I think that that's all the time that we have today. Um, I hope you all have a good day. Bye.